Gospel Message. Today's Gospel Message is titled, Renewed Bones. We're in December, about to finish off yet another year by God's divine grace. For some people, the year has flown by relatively quickly. For some people, this year couldn't end fast enough, depending on what anyone may have gone through or may be going through. Many started this year and through the days and through the months are no longer here. For those of us who are here by his grace, some of us have nice stories to tell with pockets of maybe not so nice. Some have not so nice stories to tell, but with pockets of you know, things being nice. But at the end of the day, if we are worshipers of the Most High God, Jehovah, if we are followers of Jesus Christ, for each day that we are given, we are to lift up our voices unto the Most High God and give Him thanks. Thank Him for His goodness. Thank Him for His mercy. Thank Him for Him simply being God, the God who sees the God who knows, the God who is. If we believe in him and we trust in him and we set our hearts to worship him, we have to understand that we often have to take the good with the bad, the pleasant with the unpleasant, because God is in control of everything. And he allows these things to happen, not to break us, but to make us. And even if they do break us, even if they do cause us, cause our knees to buckle or cause us to lose our breath, we don't look at the situation. We instead look at him and say, God, you know, you knew before it happened and you know what's going to happen even down the line. I trust in you, my Lord and my God. We ask him to give us comfort. We ask him to give us peace. We ask him to calm the raging storms within us whenever there are raging storms within us. But as we take stock of this year that has gone by, we can't only look at it in the perspective of what we've received and what we haven't received, what God has given us or what he has not given us. We have to also, and it's very important to do this, look at it in terms of what we have given God and what we have not given God this year. Too often we take account of the year with our hands open, checking to see what we got and what we didn't get. But we often fail to recognize what we have not done right with regards to God. We pray for forgiveness of sin every single day and sometimes it becomes routine. We just rifle off the prayer, Lord, forgive me my sins. I know I'm a sinner. Forgive me my sins. But do we really feel contrition for grieving the heart of God? Because we have to understand everything that is transgression breaks the heart of God. He has given us grace in Christ Jesus, but that grace also comes with the revelation enforced by the Holy Spirit showing us where we err. And when we do err, we have to be grieved by that because we have to let God know that we're sorry 
and truly feel repentance and ask him to forgive us and ask him to make us whole. We shouldn't start our end of year analysis and checks and balances without first getting on our knees and acknowledging that we have not been faithful. We cannot just expect God to do this, do that, and do the other without us recognizing what we have failed to do, where he is concerned, where his will is concerned. And that's why in Psalm 51, starting from verse 7, it says, Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Make me to hear joy and gladness, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. When it talks about our bones being broken, remember this psalm was the psalm of David. And it was his prayer. It was the outpouring of his heart after he had transgressed against God by sinning with Bathsheba. And David poured out his heart unto the Lord in this Psalm 51, acknowledging his sin unto God, most importantly. Yes, he sinned against man, but he said, against thee, thee only have I sinned. Ultimately, when we transgress against our fellow men and women, we transgress against God. And David was contrite. He poured out his heart and asked God to forgive him. He felt the sorrow of having transgressed against God so much to the point that it felt like his bones were broken. He was weak. He was weak. He was not himself. It felt that everything in him had been turned to mush. His bones had been broken. He felt pain from having grieved God. He felt weak from having grieved God. It was such a big deal to him. And the way his remorse was, it was so heavy upon his soul that it almost felt like death to him. But he said, when the Lord forgives him, he will wash him and he shall be clean and he shall be whiter than snow. When God forgives us, when we confess our sins to God, in true repentance, it's not a mouth service. It's not a service of the lips. Repentance is felt in the heart. Repentance is felt in the soul. There is an evidence, a physical evidence of a repentant person because that person is genuinely broken by the sins that they have committed. It affects them. And that affect is evident. Not only can it be seen by those who are looking closely, but the person can feel it. They don't feel whole. They are not the same. And they are desperate to know that God has forgiven them. We are desperate to know that God has forgiven us. And once he gives us that peace that he has forgiven us, it says, that the bones which thou hast broken may rejoice. Everything starts coming back together. Where we were broken, we now are made whole again. And then our hearts 
can now be happy and hear joy and gladness because our father has wiped the tears from our eyes with his own hand and comforted us and received us back to himself through the blood of Christ. He has received us back to himself and we feel comforted and we are made whole. So when we sin, when we transgress against God, when we don't walk after his commandments, when we cleave to our sinful nature, as opposed to cleaving to the Holy Spirit, when we let the things of this world and the affairs of this world and the practices of this world be our guide with just the sprinkling of the Holy Spirit, as opposed to the Holy Spirit being our guide, even if it means us turning our back on the world. When these things happen and we walk out of the will of God, if we are in Christ, the Holy Spirit will let us know. Somehow, some way, he always lets us know. It has to grieve us. And that grieving is like the breaking of the bones within us. Sometimes we don't like to feel sorrow. Don't run from godly sorrow. Godly sorrow is necessary. Godly sorrow is, rep is, is repentance. And without that godly sorrow, without feeling that godly sorrow, one must ask, have we truly repented of the sins that broke God's heart? Have we truly repented of the things that we did that in essence crucified Christ over again? Let our bones break so that we can come to God in true repentance and that the bones which he has broken may rejoice. It is our sorrow at having transgressed against him that breaks our bones, but it is his love and forgiveness and mercy that now puts our bones back together and we rejoice we rejoice, we are ecstatic because then we no longer feel the guilt and shame of our sin, but instead we walk in God's forgiveness. We walk in his mercy. We walk in the loving embrace of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, who now covers us and tells us that yes, he died for our sins and he's willing to make us whole again. Often people say, well, Jesus died for my sins, so I don't have to worry about it. I, there's nothing for me to feel sorry about. That's not very biblical. Yes, he did die for our sins, but when we don't feel sorry, when we transgress, it means our transgressions don't phase us. And if our transgressions don't phase us, if there is no godly sorrow in us, then we really have to wonder whether we are walking in the Holy Spirit at all. Our transgressions should grieve us. It should grieve us. It should make us feel so bad that we can only go to one place, to the foot of the cross. We can come boldly to the throne of grace where we will find mercy and grace to help us in our time of need. So don't feel bad that you feel bad. Feel bad and come to Christ and confess our sins so that God can forgive us and put our bones back together so that the bones which were broken by sin can now be put together by love and that we may 
rejoice. And may we continue to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen.